Ready to pop the question? The jewelers at BlueNile.com have got sparkle down to a science with beautiful lab-grown diamonds worthy of your most brilliant moments. Their lab-grown diamonds are independently graded and guaranteed identical to natural diamonds, and they're ready to ship to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Okay. Uh, hello, everybody. Welcome to the second episode of What's in a Name, a podcast all about words and how they are made and what they're made of. Uh, my name is Anna. And I am James. We have no credentials. <laughs> <laughs> no, we definitely have credentials. Between us, we've got a BA and a BSC. <laughs> okay. <laughs> we're swimming in credentials. So credentialed. Just not related to anything that we're talking about. No, very true. Very true. <laughs> um, right, so we have been picking themes for our episodes, and you have chosen this week's theme, which is months. Yes, because there are 12 months and they all have names and the names make absolutely no sense to anyone. I agree. I got so <laughs> angry in the course of my research because I've always known it was messed up. I just didn't know how or why and my theory was wrong. So <laughs> quite upset about that. Yeah, I mean, the funny thing to me is how quickly they just give up. <laughs> like front half of the year, there's there's some really interesting yeah. etymology and by the end of it, they're just like, I don't know, 10. They're all numbered and they're all numbered wrong. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Yes, exactly. Have you have you done the work in getting the explanation as to why that is? I haven't got it in front of me. I think the the basics are, you know, some emperors decided to revise the calendar. Kind of, but I was totally wrong about how that worked. Like my yeah, okay. theory was that it was July and August that got slotted in right for julius and augustus <laughs> no i know i know it wasn't that it wasn't then it's january and february for some reason <laughs> well it's because january and february winter sorry the whole period of winter just didn't have months presumably because it was some sort of like legal uh <laughs> legal calendar and they went oh, well, obviously we're not doing any work over winter so let's just not not to not to undermine you in front of the listeners james but are you making that up <laughs> i'm not making it up i've read around the subject <laughs> okay <laughs> All right, but uh, let's jump in, shall we? If you'd like to start us off, give me a word and let's go from there. Yeah, so we'll start with January, mm-hmm. as is traditional. Part of me thinks, how much of this is common knowledge and how much is just I've been a nerd my entire life? Do you know who January is named after? Janus, the Roman god with two faces. Exactly, and it's the month of endings and beginnings. Mm-hmm. So far, so logical. Big fan of the Romans. Very logical. Sort of other other names for it generally all revolve around, hey, it's pretty cold, which, <laughs> fair. Pretty northern hemisphere centric, but fair. The one I find most interesting of sort of alternate names is that the Saxons called it Wolf Month. Wolf Month. That is extremely boss. All, all the Saxon names are quite sort of heavy metal. We'll get to some of the others <laughs> later. Sure. I like Wolf Month. We could bring that back. <laughs> We'd have to reintroduce wolves, like everywhere, <laughs> everywhere in the English-speaking world. I am quite keen on that, though. It's the there thing. There you go. Maybe not Australia. We've got bad form with introducing stuff over there, but rewolfing the British Isles seems called for. <laughs> it's the only possible way to make us actually great again is to have packs of wild wolves roaming the streets. And it would get rid of these strange Roman gods who most of us have forgotten, except within the context of why is this month called January. I've never seen a god torn apart by wolves, but now I want to. So that's quite a, quite an easy one to start with. We will move on quickly, because we've got 12 of these to get through. Do it. To February. Now, my first problem with February is that no one can even say it. 
<laughs> That's my problem too. Yes, big objection to February. How many R's do you pronounce in that thing? One and a half, <laughs> seems like. <laughs> um, it's named after Februum, which is the Latin word for purification. That's really interesting. Why is February the month of purification? Couldn't find out. Oh, wow, okay. That that sort of makes more sense as a name for January, because, you know, you've just yeah, had the feasts. that's when you detox. That's what you do in February, apparently. Apparently there were festivals of purification celebrated in Rome during that month, according to this website, what I'm looking at. February has a really beautiful name in Finnish, so I thought I'd mention that. Mm. It's called Helmiku, which means month of the pearl. Oh, lovely. And this is because when, when snow melts in winter and then uh, forms droplets, these droplets refreeze in the Finnish winter and and form little pearls on the leaves oh that's lovely i want to see that exactly i was like put that in the tourist brochure yeah well that's gorgeous thank you so i think that's that's a more interesting name for february say it again for me helmiku helmiku i like it a lot no confusing r's <laughs> march we know march right i i know of it we are acquainted <laughs> yeah mars so march is march is named after mars yeah exactly yeah. um the the only interesting thing i could find here is that the Latin name for March was Martius, or Martius, um, which is the same word root as Martial. Oh, probably, well, obviously Martian. Anna, why Why would you say that? <laughs> okay, so yes, Martial, that makes sense. It's all to do with war. Mm-hmm. Clearly, the Romans were sort of into honouring gods and other figures, at least early on. Mm-hmm. Why they chose Mars in particular? It's really tough to find this stuff out. I mean, we've been using these for so long. Part of the problem is that the a lot of the months were named by a, a figure who was already semi-mythical. Uh, it was King Numa Pompilius. He's the guy who added January and February. Oh, right. And he was the successor of Romulus. Uh, we're not talking about the Star Trek planet, the, the like, oh. f- one of the two founders of Rome. Ah, <laughs> uh, you're my kind of nerd, James. <laughs> <laughs> this guy possibly didn't exist or only partially existed. So it's kind of hard to scrutinise his decisions, to be honest. It's very difficult. For sure, for sure. We can't ask him to justify himself. This is true death of the author. Now we have a month named after Stern walking. Thanks yeah. very much, dude. <laughs> There's, this problem gets even worse with April. Not only is April probably not named after Aphrodite, which is one theory. No one really knows why April is called April at all. We've just stuck with it. There is a really, there's a common theory, mm-hmm. which is, um going to try and pronounce it. It's the the etymology comes from the verb apparere, which means to open. Yes. Which obviously is a sort of allusion to the plants and flowers opening in spring. So I've done a bit of research around, because I was thinking about the word apricity. Mm-hmm. Am I okay to interject with a bit of history for apricity? Absolutely. So it's a beautiful word uh, that means warmed by the sun. Um, and it comes from aperio to open or uncover. Ah, so same root. So the sense of opening and uncovering is to allow it to be warmed by the sun. So actually, they're both they've got the same root, but apricity doesn't actually come from April. That's interesting. That's the yeah. kind of stuff I'm looking for. <laughs> Fantastic. So there we go. That's one of mine. I have got one, which is that um, Easter, as in the festival of Easter, is derived from the Anglo-Saxon name for April, which was Eostra. I think it was the Venerable Bede recorded that uh, the season was named after a, a goddess, Eostra. I've heard that certainly. I didn't know that was. I didn't know that was one of Bede's. Yep. Who decided that he was venerable? Did he just like name himself that? I assume he did it. Yeah, because he, you know, he kept track of everything else. That's excellent. I am the venerable Anna. <laughs> 
God, history really is written by the winners, isn't it? <laughs> is that what we are? <laughs> Absolutely. I believe we've reached May. Named this time for a Greek goddess, Maya. Really? There is, there's a Roman equivalent, as there always are, uh, but mm-hmm. the uh, Roman equivalent is called Bonadia. That's interesting. I found a, I found a Roman goddess called Maesta. Do you think it's the same one? I mean, you know what the Romans and the Greeks are like with their gods. They usually have the decency to give it a different name. That's like, maybe it was shared. Maybe they split it up. Tuesdays and Thursdays, the Greeks had her. Maybe. I mean, Ovid had a completely different theory. He recorded that May was named uh, for the Maiores. Maiores? I need to brush up my Latin, Jesus. <laughs> that word means elders. Yeah. The theory was that June was then named for juniors. I like that. I don't know why they have special separate months, but I like it. (laughs) It's a nice idea. Unfortunately, there's not a huge amount of evidence for it. (laughs) As is so often the case. (laughs) It might just have been Ovid's pet theory. See, this is the problem. I mean, dead men have so much authority, don't they? Mm -hmm. I can't can't really disagree with Ovid. He's Ovid. (laughs) I'm just me. So if he says it's juniors and seniors, I'm just going to nod along and say, yep, seems legit. Yeah, he did He did write it a long time ago, so he must have known he what did. he was talking about then. He's closer to when people invented it. Although, again, I'm going to drag out an Anglo-Saxon word for me, because I think it's much better. Thrymilker. Oh, perfect. The yeah. third milk. <laughs> it was, I, th- I think, actually, rather than being third milk, it was three milk. Three milk! <laughs> okay, I got pretty close, considering I don't know Anglo-Saxon. So presumably because, you know, all the cows were pregnant, so you could just milk them as much as you liked. Ah, okay. Or just give them birth. I need, again, I need to brush up on my farming. But that's, you know, it comes from farming. One of the things I really like about the Anglo-Saxon months is that they tend to be named around what's actually happening within the calendar. So you have like yeah the harvest month or whatever. That agricultural stuff does feel much more sort of rooted in reality, doesn't yeah, it? Yeah, I mean, maybe not now. We do still set the clocks by the farmers, so maybe they've got more authority than I'm thinking. Britain is run by a secret cabal of farmers, as you should know by now. If only, frankly. I'll tell you the rest in the third milk. (laughs) So the other theory for June is that it is named for the Roman goddess Juno. What was was her deal? Do we know much about Juno? She was the wife of Jupiter. Ah, okay. And is she associated with youth, or am I just conflating stuff there? Um, she's the goddess of marriage, and she was the the matriarch of the gods, so I'm not entirely sure there's much youth in there. Okay. This is what I find really frustrating about etymology sometimes, is you know when you find two words that are incredibly similar, but because there's one letter difference in the original Latin, they're technically not related. I find that baffling. Do you know the uh, word for that? No. They're called false friends. Oh, no, I have heard that before. I love that. False friends. Yes, I've, I've fallen prey to a lot of those in the past. <laughs> like, etymologically speaking. I was going to say, I'm sorry to hear in that case. But... <laughs> so, July, that was named after, as I'm sure you're aware. Jelly. Julius Caesar. Oh. <laughs> no, yours makes more sense. Although it wasn't always called uh, July. Do you know what it was called before then? I do. <laughs> Quintilis. It was called Quintilis. For the fifth month, because... Of the numbers. I'm still really angry about that. They're all numbered and they're all numbered wrong. Uh, As we all know, July is the fifth month. (laughs) Surely we can do something about this. It can't be too late. I mean, they already stuck Julius Caesar's name in it. Am I right in thinking you looked up the the renaming situation? Not in great detail, no. I only heard that it was Quintilis and then got named after Julius. 
It was named Julius in his honour in 44 BCE, the year of his assassination. So maybe they were celebrating his death. (laughs) (laughs) I imagine there are a lot of uh, political allies still around. Yeah, probably. And they were trying to carry some favour with someone. Yeah, see him off with a bang. And similarly, uh, the month of August, named in honour of Augustus. And prior to which it was called... Good question. I didn't look that up. Sextilis. Oh, no, wait, I did. Sextilis, yeah. yeah. The sexiest month. <laughs> How did I forget that one? Come on. <laughs> that does explain why August is so sexy. That's why we all walk around with our tops off, certainly. <laughs> all, yeah, all of us do that. All of us do that, all the time. <laughs> Just down the high street. <laughs> do you know why they picked August to named after Augustus? No. He picked it himself. Uh, because he had suffered some great triumphs in August, uh, including the conquest of Egypt, and he was like, I'm having that. I get that. I might claim a month at some point. I'll see how the next few go and pick my favourite. <laughs> pick whichever one. You- uh, that's a good question, actually. If you're going to rename one month after yourself. I would quite like a summer one. I think Augustus was on the right track there. I might take it off him, actually. He's been dead a while. He's not using it anymore. What should I call it, though? Like, annuary? <laughs> annuary is a good one although it it would confuse people like 2000 years down the line they're going to be like surprisingly not related to annual <laughs> that is true and then my ghost will pop up to yell about false friends <laughs> which month would you take i'm tempted to say september because that's my birth month i have a, i have an ego like everyone else a monstrous <laughs> ego um if i had to pick one that wasn't my birth month i would probably go for october because that's, uh, I think that's my favourite month. Oh, that's good. That's my birth month. Oh, there you go. I'm a, I'm a big fan of autumn because it's a bit melancholy and I'm a bit melancholy. Oh, it is good for brooding in. Exactly. To go walking in swishy leaves in a long coat. Yeah. A little bit of rain, but not too much. <laughs> Still short sleeves if you're brave. Okay, yeah, we are a pro-autumn podcast. So October's going to be named uh, ooh, James Timber. That doesn't really work. <laughs> James Tober. James Tober. We'll call it James Tober. There we go. Okay, yep. compromise. I like it. <laughs> <laughs> so you got to September, I believe. And September is where the Romans completely ran out of ideas. <laughs> yes, they did. They really did. We could cover all of these in one go, basically. September, October, November, and December. They come from the Latin cardinal numbers. You know, Septus for seven, Octus for eight... Novus for nine? Novem, I believe. Novem, that's it. Who knows and how it's pronounced? Yeah, because again, decim. dead language. So we can make it up and no one can tell us off. <laughs> I'm sure people would tell us off. <laughs> Not if we don't get any listeners, James. I'm going to drive people away. <laughs> if no one tells me I'm wrong, I'm technically <laughs> right. <laughs> so yeah, they were just the, num- the numbers 7, 8, 9 and 10. There was one really interesting I found when I was researching this. Um, I was looking under the etymology of, of months and stuff, and uh, there was a rather cryptic quote which said, On Usenet, it is said that September 1993 never ended. Yes! Oh, I love that story! <laughs> I've not heard the story, I just heard the statement. So do you know the background Really? Yet? So, yes, basically, when the internet was new, the it was mostly available to people who were at universities, learning institutions, which meant there would be an influx of new oh. users every September. And what would happen is they would be shown the ropes by existing Usenet users. They'd be shown how to behave, that the expectations, the culture would be imparted to them. Basically, they'd get netiquette. 
And what happened was, as um, uptake of the internet rolled out, as you know, AOL CDs started dropping through people's doors, the the intake became year round, and the um, the imparting of this sort of sense of manners and decorum <laughs> became unsustainable. And that was the beginning of an era that we know as the endless September or the eternal September, which is the era that we're still in, and it's the reason the internet is the amazing. wild west. Yeah, that's why you can go on the internet and get called an asshole by people in any country yeah isn't it great i mean the story <laughs> not the experience that's kind of i sort of wish there were a bunch of elderly people welcoming us in with a cup of tea by the door that's really good i'm, I'm glad i brought that up then yeah me too made me sound knowledgeable <laughs> it's one of the seven things i know <laughs> you actually knew that in advance right yeah i did nice that brings us to the end of the of the basic months. Um, I've already done one of mine. I did a Pricity, so that was good. I also wanted to go through calendar. Calendar itself is a really interesting word. Yeah, I'm really interested to hear this. So, um, it's from the Latin calendarium, which means an account book. It actually wasn't originally to do with keeping track of the months of the year. It was about keeping track of your, your finances, because... Those Romans do love administration. They do, they do. That's why I love the fact that some of the best relics we've got from Rome are like tablets with people's accounts written on them and letters about invoices and stuff. Basically, the calends were the first day of the Roman month. And that's when um, debts came due, basically, and accounts were reckoned. It's basically having a calendar was just a way of keeping track of your finances. So now it's the equivalent of knowing you have to pay your rent on the first. Okay, and as a freelancer, I'm well aware that you know, <laughs> debts are re- required to be paid every month. Should be paid in good time, in an orderly fashion. Yeah, turns yeah. out <laughs> people, the people paying you tend not to be as aware of that. <laughs> <laughs> so maybe I'll drop them an email and just yeah. be like, hey, did you realise? Yeah, I feel like they should be. Here's the history of the word calendar and fuck you, pay me. <laughs> yeah. So nice. I like that. I thought that was interesting. Just this yeah. like change in meaning there. And I also looked into Fortnite, which in hindsight, I feel like <laughs> I didn't need to do. <laughs> because, I mean, basically all this is an opportunity for me to sound stupid. I'm going to try and say the old English word. Fioritine night. I believe, which means 14 nights. And I looked into that even further. I went even deeper into the history of this until I realised that it was just telling me in like proto-Germanic that 14 means 4 and 10. And I was like, oh, okay, you know, I think I've got it from here. I think I've got this. (laughs) Yeah, you can can nail that one down. (laughs) Yeah, yeah, from there I had it. Those are the main ones that I looked up. I think you brought most of it to the table, so I'm very grateful for that. But um, yeah, I did have a fun little trawl around these various words. Now, I, I understand that one of the things you've done in your research for this episode is you've thought of better names for some of the months. So, right, as we've acknowledged, the, the system of months is absolutely insane and could really do with an overhaul. <laughs> like, are we, are we both in agreement now, right? Strong agree, absolutely. Yeah, like, most of them don't make sense, and the ones that do make sense are wrong anyway. <laughs> yes. So, part of me was thinking, well, we've already got a system of, of dividing the year into 12 chunks. Um, mm-hmm. the Zodiac. Okay. Why do we have two slightly different systems for dividing one year into 12 chunks that are misaligned? Why Why do we not just try and align the year with the Zodiac? It does annoy me that they're not neat. Like, you have to know where in the month a birthday falls. Yeah, if you're born in September, you're Virgo. But also, you could be whatever comes after, I don't know. You probably know. <laughs> I imagine you're the one Libra. after. Libra. 
Libra for Libra. October. Yeah, so one of the problems with that is, of course, that stars have this nasty habit of moving. Uh, so I feel like if I checked a really super accurate horoscope, it would tell me that I was actually, like, I don't know, a bull one. What's the bull one? <laughs> Taurus! Taurus. <laughs> yes. Can you tell I'm not really up on my astrology? I, this is testing the limits of my astrology knowledge, <laughs> to be honest. We're right, we're right on the fringes of it. Is it true that Aquarius is an air sign? That seems ridiculous. If it is true, then we should probably move on move on to overhauling the zodiac. After, <laughs> we probably should. Um, so that's one pitch. I'm not. I'm not sure. I like that idea. Again, um, there is a slightly northern hemisphere centric problem because some of the signs of the zodiac aren't, avail- aren't available, aren't visible in the southern hemisphere. Ah, right. So again, we're screwing over Australia with that. So we could we could just try and standardise the entire year. Um, we could name every month after the Latin number in which it falls. We could, yeah. I like that for the simplicity. Uh, well, you say simplicity, right? Mm-hmm. <laughs> so at first, it seems makes sense. We can have like Unilus, Dualis, Tresilus, Quatober, you know, whatever. However, sure. we decide to standardise it. <laughs> yeah. The problem with this is if we did if we use this system. August would become October, September would become November, and October would become December. And that's not my fault, but I feel like <laughs> it would make it difficult to to encourage the transition to people. What would uh, 11 and 12 be called? Unodecima and Duodecima. Oh, I like that, though. That's kind of beautiful. Yeah, those are quite lyrical, and it would bring back Sextilis. Maybe just bring back the old English ones. They sound nice. Yeah. Well, okay. <laughs> so let's move on to some of the Anglo-Saxon ones. Yeah. Ooh, my Anglo-Saxon pronunciation is not good. Um, <laughs> I might stick to translations where possible. So in Anglo-Saxon, um, Christmas was called Yule. Yeah. Or December was called Yule. Oh, the whole month was. Yeah, the whole month was called Yule and January was called After Yule. Oh, nice. Yeah. We do spend most of it recovering. That seems right to me. <laughs> um, February was called Sol, which was... Uh, Presumably the same root as soil, meaning mud month. Um, again, we had a bunch of gods and goddesses. We've already done tri-milk. Um, <laughs> June and July were just called first summer and second summer. Okay. August was plant month, which I'm sure you're a fan of. Plant month, yeah. <laughs> Finally, yeah. I don't get why it would be August, to be honest, yeah. but fair enough. <laughs> Surely every month is plant month with Anna, right? <laughs> every month is plant month. I'm looking at several plants yeah. right now. <laughs> <laughs> September was Harlig, which was Holy Month. Ooh, okay. Uh, October, Winter Fulleth for the Winter Full Moon, which I really like. That's quite... Uh, if you look at the spelling of that, it's Winter, F-Y-L-L-E-F. Ooh, lovely. Okay. It's my favourite. The last one, that's why I've saved it till last. Uh, November was Blood Month, which was the month of blood <laughs> or sacrifice. And presumably, that was because November, your crops have been harvested... You need to eat some food. They're like, get out there, just kill a pig. (laughs) Put it on the altar, we'll say it's a ritual, and then we'll have a nice, you know, pork dinner. I'm very in favour of that. I don't like the wastefulness of sacrificing stuff that you don't then eat. Exactly. So we've talked about the uh, idea of naming months after what happens in them. So Mm. I've got a bunch of suggestions, and maybe you can help me come up with some more for what, okay. what we should rename some of the existing months in order to follow that tradition. Great. Um, so I would like to rename January Exacember because that's when everyone joins the gym. True. Yeah. I think February 
we should rename <laughs> to February because that's what everyone calls it and just do away with that first R. I went even further. I amended February to F-E-B-R-Y. <laughs> February. February. No more confusion about how to pronounce it. No more getting confused with the tongue shapes. It's just February and we all know that it's February and we don't have to worry about it anymore. It's the month when you spray your uh, furniture with nice, nice <laughs> scented clean, cleaner. The, it's the first days of spring cleaning is yeah. for breezing the heck out of everything. <laughs> um, so I couldn't, I could not bring myself to uh, not include a joke. Yeah, sounds like One it. of my pitches was we renamed March to Equinox 1 because that's when the first Equinox happens. Nice. There is no Equinox 2 because <laughs> okay. September becomes James Tober. Of course. Right. Yeah. Okay. Um, that might be in limited usage. I think Equinox 2 might catch on more widely, but uh, <laughs> I, I respect the, uh, the the attitude there. I'll be, I'll be disappointed, but I can live with it. <laughs> uh, April Eguary. Eguary! Oh, that's cute. I like it. The problem with this is Easter eggs start hitting the shops in January now. They do, but should they? Well, quite. I, I kind of feel like that might actually stem the tide a little bit, <laughs> having an official egg month. That's a good point, although sometimes it would fall in March, right? Or May? Easter drifts around a lot. <laughs> that's true. Yeah. Well, we need to standardise that as well. We'll pick a date for Easter, it'll be fine. Yeah, okay. Okay, I'm, I'm down with that. <laughs> well, we're radically reforming the calendar. <laughs> yeah, if we're reforming the calendar, we might as well Let's also staple down some religious holidays. Nobody will mind. <laughs> <laughs> so I couldn't think of anything for May. I don't know if you've got anything. Like, whenever I look at May, I just think, Wits and Bank Holiday, and that's it. <laughs> it's not I haven't. I haven't... May Day, right? May Day, I suppose. Yeah. I mean, that's just named after itself. So May month. I mean, you know... I don't know what you remember about May Day celebrations. I grew up in quite a rural area. I remember Maypoles. The Maypole and people dancing around the Maypole and Morris dancers. Yes. So I think if you wanted to name it um, Morrisuary or something. <laughs> we could just call it Morris. Morris Timber. We could just call it Morris. Yeah, yeah I like that. Okay. <laughs> we'll just call it Morris. And it can be for like folk songs and dancing and other whimsical things that people like to do when they don't have internet. Yeah. <laughs> is that is that what happened? I mean, have you ever seen a Morris dancer on Twitter? No, that's true. I'm going to get so many tweets for that. <laughs> <laughs> if you're a Morris dancer and you're on Twitter, right. <laughs> at me. I'm not scared. <laughs> they do have those massive sticks. They do. Oh my yeah. gosh! But they've got the bell, so you can hear them coming. <laughs> sure. Um. So June revisionary. Okay. Yeah. Because you know. What's June for if not revising your, your exams? And I know we haven't been in school for like 15, 20 years, but that's when the anxiety dreams really hit, right? Oh, hey, I'm still doing a GCSE equivalent maths thing at the moment. So, ugh, yeah. Um, July Festival, because music festivals start in July. Can we name it Festivus, though? I just really like the sound of Festivus. Festivus, as in the Seinfeld episode, uh, concept. Is it? I've never, uh, I've never seen Seinfeld. I'm ashamed to admit. Um, so August vacationary. Oh, that's good. I do, I do like the distinction between holiday and vacation. I don't know why we sort of conflated them into the same thing. Yeah. Okay. September we covered Equinox two, or as we agreed, James Tober. When you say we agreed, yeah, agreed. Um... October, <laughs> Halloween. We just call it Halloween because it's Halloween all month anyway, right? Oh, does it have to be? Do you not like Halloween? It's my birthday month. Oh, okay. So we can call it Anna Ween. 
<laughs> Anna Weens. Oh no. <laughs> okay. Yeah, that's fine. Let's go with Anna Ween. Okay, good. Uh, November. This is quite quite a radical one. November should be called Christmas. Ha. Huh. And December should be called actually Christmas. <laughs> no, you're just you're enabling the spread. Surely we can work together no. to confine it to one month. No, there were selection boxes in in the supermarkets on my birthday. The shops are wrong. We have to accept that the shops are wrong, James. Bring back Yule for December, and we'll have to think of something completely different and distinctive for November so that Christmas doesn't spread its creepy, tinselly tendrils beyond that in the year. I was trying to be descriptive rather than prescriptive, but I can appreciate your impulse to tell people what to do. <laughs> well, you've, you've gone and named us Boss of Calendar. I think that's brought out a, a bad side of me. <laughs> <laughs> I'll be there with my big calendar stick, bopping people over the head, saying, no, it's not Christmas yet. Take that tree down. <laughs> this is the problem. I don't have anything for November. Maybe we could adopt Thanksgiving. Yeah, or we I've could... never done a Thanksgiving. I would really love yeah, to. I've done a couple. Pumpkin pie is quite nice. I mean, it, may, it renders pumpkin Ooh. edible by filling it entirely with sugar. So Aren't pumpkins gross? Yes. Aren't they disgusting? <laughs> That's why, why oh, the word. only joy I've ever had out of a pumpkin is like stabbing it in the face. Yeah. On Halloween. I never did Halloween as a kid, you see. It wasn't really something that my parents were into. So when I came to university and someone passed me a pumpkin and said, right, hollow that out, I wasn't prepared. <laughs> I wasn't prepared for the slimy, pippy guts of that monstrous thing. Um, so that was quite an experience for me. I think I was slightly traumatised by it. <laughs> that, I feel like that explains a lot. <laughs> yeah, quite possibly. Okay, so... Where do we fall? Uh, I guess we could call November harvest. Is it? It's not too early for harvest, right? Harvest. That, that's why it's. Yeah, yeah, I think that's spot on. It's more September, isn't it? Maybe, harvest. but I mean, Thanksgiving is is sort of associated with the harvest, right? So we don't want to be too sure. Yeah, too England centric, even if we're discussing English language. Harvest, then I like that. Great. So there we go. We have successfully standardised the month. Standardised? That's not the right word. We've successfully <laughs> rationalised the names of every month. We have rejuvenated the year. I say we kick this all off in January and... Um... <laughs> Is that what you're saying? January 2021? Oh, shoot. I'm calling it January already. No, okay. December 2021 is when we kick it off. December. Okay, I can live with that. <laughs> <laughs> I'll get the uh, I'll get the account books printed up. <laughs> Yeah, start printing diaries. Ah, the diary industry is going to love us. <laughs> so there we go. That's a slightly rapid... I say rapid. I felt like we really ploughed through all that, but there was a lot to cover. There was so much to cover. A year's worth. I think we did well. Yeah. All right. So that is the year according to Anna and James. Thank you very much for listening to What's in a Name. We will be back shortly. And um, in the meantime, uh, I am on Twitter at Boots Magoot. Uh, I'm on Twitter at James Hunt. We we have our own podcast Twitter account. We do. W I A N podcast. <laughs> I've been pronouncing it. I've been pronouncing it. Why and podcast? Oh, that's nice. Please tell me why and podcast. <laughs> why and podcast? When there are so many already. <laughs> yes. <Yeah, exactly. laughs> <laughs> Because it's good and we like it and it's about words. Thank you very much. Goodbye, everyone. Bye. Nice. Okay, that's going to require some chopping because I kept forgetting <laughs> stuff. But I'll stop recording. 
When you make decisions for your company, you look for the no-brainers. If you have a lot of mailing to do, Stamps.com is the ultimate no-brainer. Use the Stamps.com mobile app to mail everything you need to keep your business running with up to 89% off USPS and UPS. Make the same no-brainer decision as over 1 million other businesses with Stamps.com. Use code PROGRAM for a special offer. That's Stamps.com, code PROGRAM.